Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chat from a Hat. I am your host, Josh Brown, along with my co-host, Caleb Luther. Caleb, how are you? Pretty good. Long day, but I was able to get a little bit of rest in before coming in, and I brought my positive energy tea with me, drinking mm-hmm. Basically finished with it. Good mm-hmm. to go. Good to go. I, I know you're doing great. Yeah, I'm doing flipping fantastic. Been up since three this morning. But why? Uh, but I'm sick as a dog once again. Let's make the episode about sickness. It's, it's sickness. All right. So the sickness episode. Ever since down. Uh, yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> That's what your voice sounds like. Well, what, yeah. well, it sounds pretty okay now. It's okay. Medication. Our, this, this morning was the terrible. Counter. This morning was terrible. OTC is what OTC. it was. OTC. Um, Ever, like I was telling you earlier, ever since I got COVID back in November, it seems like every other month now I have some sort of head cold or congestion problem or sinus problem. or yeah. And to be quite honest with you, it sucks. I'm a little tired of it. Man, I'm tired of the sh- Honestly, that's how I was last year because I got COVID in, in January of 2022. Then I had kidney stones the next month, which are totally unrelated. Unrelated. But then I also got... Some sort of cold in early June, yeah. and then I went on vacation in late August and got sick again. And I was like, I was like, will it ever end? But I have not been sick since. I don't know what it is. I tell you what, it was a bad year. Vix has got. Uh, oh, I, I might have a. Uh, I may have a. Uh, what's it called? A stock now in Vix as much as I have have as much money as I've given them in the last the Vicks, like six the, va- the vapor. Run? No, no, no. The over the counter Vix. Oh. Uh, uh, Day, it's almost like day, okay. day cool. Does it have a taste when you put it in your mouth? Like no, it's a, a soft gel. Oh, uh, and bite into it. No. Bite into it. No. Just to see if it has the, the Vicks flavor. Just the, to it's, it. a, it's like eating a jar of Vicks Vapor Rub. Is what, I mean, uh, I've, I've, I've contemplated it many nights before. Listen, listen <laughs> and bad, bad nights. And you know what the funny thing about it is? Is that I, I know we're completely off topic of what we were talking about. This is about. important. It's important. I like Vicks Vapor Rub. I do. I love it. I love Vicks Vapor Rub. I've had the same little like little container of it for like Never. 13 years and I don't know how it ha- it has not went away. That's because it's I don't know how it's it like it's literally a it, jar of smell. It's like it reforms after I put a, s- a certain amount in my nose. Yes, in my nose. Not going to lie. Like, I I know they say not to, but I do. Cuz what that. happens is it's like the it's like the um, the gunk from Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. Whenever it, <laughs> you, whenever the, the sickness gunk. comes on, whenever your sickness is coming on and it hears you cough and stuff yeah. like that, it just expands and just becomes yeah. more. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, okay. so yes, yeah. I am not feeling good. I yeah. <laughs> Woke up at three o'clock feeling like a bag of yeah. Okay. But anyway, uh it's a Bo Burnham joke. Go watch inside. If you haven't watched it, you should, because it's amazing. Yeah. Go watch it. Go watch it. Anyway, so um uh, Caleb, last week we talked about A twenty four. Fun episode. Um, fun episode hasn't caught much traction. For some reason, I don't know why. Well, maybe because it's the holiday week. I think it was because, yeah, that's what I was yeah. going to say. I think it was the holiday weekend, and yeah. not to mention the fact that uh, it, I really do think it's the holiday weekend. Probably I think it around is this, too. probably around this weekend, it will re release it. Let's re release it. Let's re release it like in, in uh, a couple months. Granted, granted, <laughs> it's 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 gotten some uh, it's got some listens and some downloads yeah, and stuff yeah. like that, and that's fine. And we appreciate the people yeah, that, yeah, totally. that took the time out of their holiday. To listen to the episode, that was that's, dumb. Hall. Who that's even cool. celebrates that? Me every year, every, every <laughs> with year. my family. But um, yeah, so uh, if you haven't had a chance to go listen to that episode, go listen to that one. Go listen to some past episodes. Caleb, where can people find us? And that's at the end of the episode, Josh. People don't want to know that we're yet. We're at the end of the episode. Yeah, this it, is what we're we're wrapping it up. Wrapping it up already. So, uh, you guys missed. You guys missed the MCU tier, and yeah. it was a blink of an yeah. eye. Rewind it real quick. You'll catch it's it. There, it's there. <laughs> 
Anyway, so Caleb, we are talking about the MCU this week, and we have a few topics in in the hat that we've talked about um, when we put them in there, but I think they kind of um, adapt to what we're talking about with the MCU uh, today. Yeah, we can can combine a few things here. Right. We were talking about tier listing the MCU movies, and there's an argument to be made about how the MCU... Is quality over quantity, mm-hmm. and what I mean by that is, is everything that Marvel is putting out now quality compared to what it used to be ten years ago? Yeah, because ten years ago we had six movies, and those movies came out within the span of four years. Six movies in four years. Two thousand eight to two thousand. 13 or 2012. Right. Or something like that. Yeah. Now, just in the last uh, year, in the last year, since 2022, we have had one, two, three, four, five movies and an abundance of television shows. Yeah. Abundance it's of the, television it's, shows. It's the TV shows. That it's get, the TV yeah. shows. I'm okay. I'm okay with two to three movies a year. They're not all going to be great, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm actually okay with that. They've been doing that since like since like 2014 uh-huh. or 2015. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's just there's so many shows, and I, I'm hoping they're going to cut back on that because I'll, most of them are not great. No. Uh, a couple of them are, are very are very good. Mm-hmm. Like Wanda, you got WandaVision and Loki, and uh, in fact, Winter Soldier had its moments. Yep. I thought, but uh, yeah. That, some of these, I'm just like, well, this isn't made for me, or mm-hmm. like, do I really have to dedicate six or seven weeks to watch this right. one? Right. Whenever I could just, this could easily just be an hour and a half movie or two hour movie. Yep. You know, I mean, there's just so much. Well, the thing of it is too, and that's what we, and again, that that leads into the oversaturation of superhero movies in general. Oh, yeah. uh, and I, I do believe. And I, I'm going to go ahead and preface this uh, topic today with I have not seen Ant-Man 3 and I have not seen Guardians 3 yet. Yeah. I have no... As of right now, I have no instance in my life where I am clamoring to see yeah. them. Um, and the main reason for that is because I have so much superhero fatigue right now, it's yeah. not even funny. Yeah. Um, that's not going to affect my rankings today mm-hmm. uh, because I'm looking at these. I'll be looking at the MCU movies the way yeah. that we looked at them when they came out. But do you to, have, do you do you have superhero fatigue or do you have MCU fatigue? I think there it's might a, be a difference. I think it's a little mix of both. I have yeah. no I have no inkling to see the Flash. I I have not cared about a single watching a single DCU movie or DCEU movie. Never. I don't care. I don't care about them. Yeah. Um, the Suicide Squad was great, though. And you watched it. And Peacemaker is great. Suicide Squad was good. Peacemaker, Peacemaker good. might be but, better. But for me, it's I, I don't care to go out of my way to watch them. And yeah. it's it's not that I'm a, a Marvel fanboy or anything. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was moving with, the mouse. I was messing with your mouse. My bad. <laughs> um, I'm going to take that away from you. Take it me, away so. from me. <laughs> but it's not, it's not that I... Uh, what was I saying? What was I going? What you were saying it's not that I'm a Marvel fanboy. Oh, it's not that I'm a Marvel fanboy. It's it's if there's a movie out that's that that's good and interesting, I'm going to watch it. It doesn't, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If I have any sort of interest in it. But for me, talking about DC, 
the movies that I have seen of the DC universe and the, just the DC movies in yeah. general, there's no anything there that that keeps me coming back to them. For the most part, for the I most would, part, I would I would agree. Except for, except from Suicide Squad, which is while technically and the Batman, while technically the Batman is just a DC movie, though. right? It's not a part of a universe, right? Uh, it, it'll be it'll eventually be a part of a, a Batman universe, yep. which I think is cool. But uh, yeah, when it comes to DC, for me. I'm going to go watch the stuff that looks good to me when it comes mm-hmm. to DC. I'm not going to mm-hmm. necessarily watch everything. I still haven't watched the new Shazam. I don't know if I will. I've just heard too many mixed yeah. things about it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I loved uh, I loved the Suicide Squad, and I loved watching Peacemaker week to week on, mm-hmm. on HBO Max. And uh, I might watch The Flash. I don't know. It, it really just depends on what kind of reviews it gets, if well, I'm being honest with you. you but, know? but we say that, and we talk about the fatigue factor and things uh, when it comes to superhero shows and movies and things like that. But then you have something like The Boys. Yeah. That the, is just absolutely boi- some of the best television. Well, well it's crazy, because last year was it was actually a really good year for, for superhero stuff, mm-hmm. and really hardly any of it involved Marvel. Exactly. Uh, because you had, right off the bat in January... Peacemaker started. So sorry, Peacemaker folks. started on HBO Max. I'm like, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. Then the third season of the boy, actually, the, the Batman came out mm-hmm. in March. I was like, I, was like oh, I like this more than most stuff I've seen from Marvel. Yeah, you know, in a while. And then the boy season three came out, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, God, the boys just keeps raising the bar, yep. and it it does, it does commentary on superhero stuff like satire, while also in itself being a really good comic book show. Right. It tells really it has some really serious and dramatic storylines mm-hmm. while also kind of being goofy like with the stuff with the deep. Yeah. But uh yeah, it, you mean with you? Yeah, with me. <laughs> but when it comes to fatigue, when we're talking about fatigue, I'm not sure if I'm fatigued. Mm-hmm. I think that there was a time in 2021 mm-hmm. where I was fatigued uh, because we the first movie to come out come out after you know, COVID hit was Black Widow, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't, I don't like this. Then Shang Chi came out, and I was like, I should like this more than I do, and I like it, but I'm not, it's whatever. Then, mm-hmm. then Eternals came out. I was like, I was like, I'm not loving any of these. But then, yeah. Then No Way Home came out, and I was like, I loved watching this. Yeah. To me, it's just a matter of, I just want this stuff to be good. Right. If right. It's, if it's not and very you, good, I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel like I'm fatigued. Mm-hmm. Like. Which brings us back to quality so, versus quantity. And here's here's where I, I totally understand your fatigue and your hesitation to watch anything Marvel, but you are truly, truly missing out on Guardi- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, which I mean we'll get to obviously get to more of that when we rank it in our right. tier ranking here. But I've watched it twice now, and it is my third favorite MCU movie. Like it, it really made me feel. The way that I felt mm-hmm. watching some of those older movies from six or seven years ago, I was like, "Oh, this is this is the magic that has been lacking." Even even in like Spider Man No Way Home, mm-hmm. uh, it, as great as that is, it, it doesn't sit as well in, as in your brain a year later. Right? Guardians feels like an epic and uh, and personal complete story for the Guardians. Mm-hmm. As with Ant Man, Quantumania, I would urge you probably not even to watch it. It's because it's one of those Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, okay, you're gonna feel the fatigue here because it yep. just feels like another piece of the puzzle here that doesn't necessarily end up anywhere, and the story doesn't do anything spectacular. Right. So we've been getting a lot of those over the past couple of years, I yep. think, and it's just a matter of it's like the formula has always kind of been the same. 
And we're starting to catch on to some of that formula. Yep. And the, the writing has yep. gotten a little weaker with that formula. Mm-hmm. There was a time, maybe six re- six years ago, when all those movies had a similar formula, but there was always an excitement watching yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, and plus, th- you always, and, 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 and with those excitements and the writing, even though it was getting thin, yeah. there was a end goal. Yeah. There was an end game. No, fun, game, no pun intended. End game felt like a series finale. Right. And it felt like everything was leading up to this point. Yeah. So far, Phase Four has felt like n- like nothing. And you know the the three best movies of Phase Four have been movies that, for the most part, don't play into the big picture. Agreed. And I, I I consider that No Way Home, mm-hmm. uh, Black I think Black Panther Wakanda Forever is yep. is a Black Panther. It's a Wakanda movie. Yep. And Guardians. Uh, those are just. I know it seemed like Spider-Man was going to be like this big thing that plays into, mm-hmm. but it really wasn't. It was yeah. it was mostly a Spider-Man Peter Parker movie yep. with, with three different Peter Parkers. I know it had some fan servicey stuff about old Spider-Man movies, mm-hmm. but it didn't really play into what we're what the big picture is now yeah. with what we're seeing. And the big picture does not seem that exciting, and it seems all over the place right yep. now. And it yeah, doesn't it, seem like there's any sort of con- of a, a, a linear yeah. story. And the thing of it is, it's like you're setting up, I know you're setting up for the whole Kang Dynasty and the Secret mm-hmm. War stuff and everything like that. We don't even know if that's going to happen now. Yeah, we don't even know how that's going to go We don't now. know how it's going to go if, We don't know if they're going to find another uh, actor, if they're just going to completely scrap it. I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of in shambles. I feel like you cannot scrap the whole Kang thing. I don't think you It'd can be difficult because he because, is a baddie. Because he's been in two things. He's, he, apparently he's still going to be in Loki season two. Right. So it's like, what's, right. what do you do? It's it's, so, it's a mess, I, I, but that's the thing. I, I I feel that we are reaching a point with Marvel where they do need to take a step back and reevaluate how much they are putting out at at once. Um, I think that I think they have over the past like over the past months. Whenever they mm-hmm. whenever certain shows have been pushed back or whatever, because man, like last year there was a lot of I feel like there was a lot of shows. There, there was, was like, there was like four shows was. or something. And, and I didn't, I didn't love any of them. Like there were parts of Moon Knight that I really like, which I mean, I guess we're, it's cool. It's okay to talk about the shows now because we're not including them on the tier. No, right? we're not we're just doing the movie. The tier so, list, no. so we, no. we can get some of this out of the way. Moon Knight was a mixed bag. The great stuff was great, but like I don't understand how why that needed to be six episodes. So, there was a lot of filler. In so there. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, I want you to to to, to think about this for a moment. WandaVision premiered. On January the 15th. In 2021. In 2021. Yeah. She-Hulk. She-Hulk's last episode aired October the 13th of 2022. Yeah. Okay. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay. So, just to show how much how much space you had in between. Not much. Okay. Yeah. WandaVision, January the 15th to March the 5th. Every week now, there's an, there's an episode. There's an episode. Falcon and Winter Soldier, March 19th, April 23rd. Then Loki debuted in June and ran until July. August had What If, it ran until October. November had Hawkeye, which ran to December. Then you had a six-month gap. It was six months. Moon Knight came out March the 30th, ran until May the 4th. Miss Marvel, June the 8th to July the 13th. And She-Hulk from August the 18th to October the 13th. In the span of 18 months... Yeah. You had a six-month gap that a, that a show wasn't on every single week. Yeah, and that didn't include the movies that were coming out too. Yeah, it's it's to it, the point now where it, it is my brain tricking me into thinking that those shows in twenty twenty one were good shows, or did I 
Or was I just happy to see something because we went a year without anything? Right. Right. I, I think that for the most part, WandaVision and Loki are, are good. Are were good shows, I, and I think Hawkeye was was fun. Hawkeye was fun. Um, it wasn't I, it wasn't memorable, but it was right, fun. Right. Um, it, I didn't love What If. If I'm being I liked, honest with you, I liked What If. Um, I, liked, I loved an episode of it, the the Doctor Strange episode. I yeah. loved. But uh, I don't know. There were some episodes that I loathed, if I'm being honest. Like the, I hate, the Thor episode. I hate to say it. I think Falcon and Winter Soldier was forgettable. Had it, uh, had it, it not it, been setting up Captain America 3 or 4, it, it I don't... because it was, it, was, it was another one that probably could have been movie-length. movie mm-hmm. And the, the villain is not memorable. But I, I think thematically there was some timely stuff in it that I yep. felt was emotionally very strong. I thought it ended really yep. strong. But yeah, the vi- when you have a weak villain, it's hard. On rewatch, it's, it's tough. Yeah. But yeah, I'd say the 2021 series were stronger than the 2022 yeah, series. Because yeah. Miss Marvel started off strong, visually strong. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. But then there was just a lot of like a lot of padding there in yeah. the middle. It could have been a movie. And She-Hulk, I just never got into it. Never Like I might have liked one or two episodes. Just couldn't. It wasn't my brand of humor. And mm-hmm. it, it's one of those things. That it's, a, it's a sitcom. Yeah. So if the comedy don't work for you, like the show's not going to work show's for you. Land. So. But it, what's interesting is that last year there was also a couple things like they did they started their uh, their uh, present their special presentation so they mm-hmm. did Werewolf by Night which mm-hmm. was like a forty five minute black and white movie yeah and that was cool that was like oh this is interesting this is like a little like horror art film mm-hmm. and obviously the Guardians holiday special was a lot of fun it leads into Guardians three so if they do stuff like that like these little forty five minute specials yeah that's cool yeah. But I don't know if I want to dedicate six weeks to something that might not be that good, you know? Yeah, and I think that's... Because I saw the first three episodes of Moon Knight, and I just could not get into it. I couldn't finish it. Yeah. I just could yeah. not. Which, I couldn't which get su- into it. It just sucks because the fifth episode is one of the best things I've seen mm-hmm. for Marvel. But the rest of it as a whole is... Especially the finale, man. I, I did not like the finale. Yeah. It really kind of like ruined it for me. Well, get into it? you know, we, we've talked about that and we, we've kind of, I mean, I think we both can agree that, um, it's, it's Marvel needs to get back on track with what it's trying to do and just be timely on it and, and, and make it good. Just make it good. Just, just, make, like, I want to love Marvel. Just make again. it good. You know, there's, well, I look at James Gunn's track record when it comes to making comic books mm-hmm. and I've, I've loved every movie he's mm-hmm. done comic book wise and now he's at DC. So, you know, maybe... Maybe we'll be DC will become the new MCU the way the like the way the MCU was ten years ago mm-hmm. uh, because he's directing the new Superman movie and yep. you know what if 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 anybody's going to do it and I have faith in them it's going to be James, James Gunn because I've loved I think I agree with I that think, I think him and probably the Russo brothers as much flack as the Russo brothers have caught Russo brothers can direct a good comic book movie oh yeah all their all their comic book movies. Are like kind of great. Yeah. So but we'll uh, get to that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get to that. They're they're on here. <laughs> All right. So Caleb, we have thirty two Marvel movies we to go do. through. Some of them are just going to be barely even talked about. Yeah. Some of them are going to barely even be yeah. talked about. Um, some of them though are going to be talked about quite a bit. Uh, yeah. So number one May, released on May second, two thousand eight. We have Iron Man. Iron Man, which was directed by John Favreau. You know what's crazy that we didn't have another. Well, I, okay, Incredible Hulk came out. A little, a little bit after that, but June. other than that, we didn't have another Marvel movie for two years. Two years. That's crazy. Yeah. Iron Man is a was a really, I'd, I'd say borderline great introduction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. An introduction that we didn't even know was an introduction. Yep. It's, it's aged very well. Yes. Because it, while it does have CGI, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not like the most mind-blowing CGI, yep. it's more subtle. It works. It's more subtle in yep. its approach than some of the more recent movies, and it looks 
better. Yes. Than some, like, for instance, it looks better than 2018's Black Panther. And I agree. That's 10 years separated. I agree. And Iron Man, with how sparse it uses some of its special effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Iron Man's good. Where, where would you put Iron Man on your tier list? I would give Iron Man an A. Me too. I, I, have, it on, it I have it on my A, my yep. a tier. Yep. It's still a top 10 MCU right. movie. Is that, on your, is that on your computer? Yeah, it's on put, my computer. Put a little A beside it for me too, so we can we can keep track of it in an case. An A beside... An A beside Iron Man. I'm giving, I, I'm giving Iron Man an A. I think it's a very good introduction oh, to let me, let me put it a in character. Bold, oh, you're good. Uh, a character that we didn't know that we wanted to see on screen and arguably has one of the best character arcs in the whole MCU when it comes right down to it. I would agree. I would agree. Um, next, June the 13th, 2008, uh, was The Incredible Hulk, directed by Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. Lewis, <laughs> classic Lewis. Lewis No Name is what we call him. Uh, the Terrier, I guess, this is one of the most oddball MCU entries. It is. It is. It is. And, it, and to that, to, for that, it kind of suffers because of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it's the worst MCU movie. Yes, but because it, it's so weird because it's an actor that we never saw again playing the Hulk. Uh, I've only seen it like Edward Norton. I've only seen it like twice, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have it in my C tier. I, I have it as my last movie on C tier. Okay, um, I would give. Uh, I'd give it a. I would give it a C if you're watching the theatrical cut. If you want, if you put all of that's the, all I know. If you put the deleted scenes back in, I would probably give it a. I would give it close to a B, but I'm going to give it a C just based on the the theatrical okay. cut. Sorry, Incredible Hulk. Sorry, Incredible Hulk. No underdogs here. <laughs> Can't see it here. Can't see it here. All right, May the seventh, twenty ten. Two years after Iron Man one, we got Iron Man two, directed by John. Fabro. Yeah, follow up. And uh, Caleb, I'll go ahead and tell you this movie's a D. Mine too. It's a D. It's, it's the first it's... movie on my D tier. Honestly, for a while, this was my least favorite MCU movie, but some some stuff recently have beat it out, uh, which is not good. <laughs> um, here's the problem with Iron Man two. I feel it kind of loses its way in the middle of the movie. Um, I love Mickey Rourke, but good God. I feel like it. Good I feel, God! I feel like it loses its way through the entire movie. <laughs> no, I just, I just never got into it. It does. I, have... I, I find, I find Tony Stark to almost be insufferable in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, don't like the villains. I think it's thin. I, it almost feels like a movie that solely exists to sort of set up the Avengers. Sure. And I do though. Yeah. Really love the suitcase armor, and I've always loved the I suitcase guess. armor. The best thing about the uh, movie is Sam Rockwell, probably. Sure, and we sure. never really saw him again, and that's except for the cool. Marvel one shot. Yeah, it doesn't count. Nobody see, nobody saw that except for us. <laughs> I mean, I liked it. I mean, yeah, sure. All right, don't love it. The, the, so, actually, actually, I kind of dislike the movie a lot. <laughs> so it's uh, a D for me, and it was a D for you, D right? For me, yeah. All right, May the sixth, two thousand and eleven, uh, Thor. The Thor. first Thor movie with Kenneth Branagh as Brana. the director. Caleb, what would you give Thor? You know, this... I would dare to say that the, the Thor franchise might be... It's a bottom-tier franchise in the MCU for me. I only, like, only really like one of them. Uh, but all things considered, this is the second-best Thor movie. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I put it at C tier. Okay, uh, it's 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 serviceable. It actually like visionary wise, like direction wise, it's mm-hmm. got some some interesting decisions. Mm-hmm. It's just as a story, and this isn't the Thor that we we ended up knowing, mm-hmm. and it's a little bit more serious, which maybe you should kind of get back to. But yeah, it's just not. 
it's not anything special from a story or character sure. point. For um, me. I'm gonna give it a B. B. I'll give it a B. A B, Josh. I give it a B. I get that. It's the introduction of Hawkeye. It's got to get a B from me anyway. <sighs> he is in that, isn't he? Yep. He's in it for all of 20 seconds. Oh. Uh, now we're getting into the heavy the meat, hitters. The meat and potatoes. The, the, no, that comes later. <laughs> uh, the meat and potatoes. Uh, released on July the 22nd, 2011. By, directed by Joe Johnston. Ooh. Captain America, Captain the first America, Avenger. The first Avenger. This was like a... I remember I watched this for the first time in your bedroom in like 2011, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. This is a fun one. Mm-hmm. It's my least favorite Captain America movie, but it, it, it is it's a it's a good one. Very comic booky. Sure, uh, it's good. I put it at B tier. First Avenger gets an A tier from me. A A tier. It is one. It's probably it would be in my top ten favorite Marvel movies. Oh, I have it at about nineteen no, or twenty. It would probably be in my top yeah. ten. I'm not. Even, I would have I to think that, about it. I have to think about I know, it. We, there's a couple couple people we know that have it at like one. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. May the fourth, twenty twelve. May the fourth be with you. <laughs> uh, directed, written, all of this stuff by Josh Whedon. Josh, Josh, Joshua, Josh, Joshua Whedon. <laughs> the Avengers. The uh, man. I watched this in theaters, and the only other movie I'd seen before this, I think, was was Iron Man. Okay. And it didn't matter. Like no. it really didn't matter. I knew what was happening. You knew who the characters like, were. Uh, Hawkeye was like under some sort of spell. Yeah. I'd never seen Hawkeye before. I was like, what is Jeremy Renner doing in this movie? <laughs> I was like, what is Scarlett Johansson doing in this movie? But man, that movie was a blast. This movie was kind of a game changer for sure. its time, even though there's been better things in this vicinity since then. Yes. At the time, this was a game changer. Mm-hmm. I, I'm aware that Captain America's suit is awful, and I'm aware that the poster is terrible for this movie. It, it's one of the worst superhero posters ever. It's bad. They need to update that. It's bad. But man, this is an A-tier for me. It's an A-tier for it, me it as it well. Is, it is... It, it's... I think it's aged fairly well. Uh-huh. When it, when the build-up to... The big battle in New York City is, yes. is great, and there's a, some really good bits of humor that we saw later in Marvel that yep. ended up like destroying Marvel. But at the time, yep. it was good. Yep. So, a tier for you, a tier for me, a tier. All right, yeah, that's a top. T- that might, that might be my ninth or tenth favorite MCU movie. Phase one complete. Phase one. We didn't get another the best mar- phase. We didn't it's get not. a Marvel movie again until the next year, May the third. It was one of the worst ones of 2013, and that was directed by Shane Black. Oh, and that is okay. Iron, Iron Man, Man Three. Got that confused with the Dark World. Yes. Okay, Iron Man Three. Iron Man Three was one that I didn't see until like way after it came out. Uh-huh. I, think, I think I watched it. I want to say like in 2017. That came out in 2013. Mm-hmm. I might have watched it in 2017, 2018. I'm I'm mixed on Iron Man three. I think it's 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 a breath of fresh air for the MCU. Uh-huh. It's it's different. I love, you know the uh, I guess it's called the uh, sort of like a root sort of story where uh, Iron Man has to sort of just be Tony Stark for a bit, go inside this mm-hmm. town, and he it just feels like very like homely to an extent. I just really don't like the third act of this movie. It turns into a comic book movie. Yep. and It looks stupid. Yeah, I hate the I hate the. the uh, I hate the flame hands. I hate, I hate the I hate flame that. stuff. I, hate, yep. I it looks so cheesy yep. and bad it for bad. a movie that really wasn't like that. Yep. Uh, there's still some good action in it though, yep. but it's it's not one of my favorite MCU movies. It's it's a decent Christmas movie to watch at the holidays, but I have it at C tier. Just yep. not just not a favorite. Got it's got some interesting stuff. In I it, put though. it I put it at C tier um, as well uh, because again, like you said, that third act is horrendous. I think it sucks. Yeah, but. 
the saving grace of it is Robert Downey Jr. pretty much playing Tony Stark as having post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah, that stuff is great. And that stuff yeah. is absolutely fantastic, and it shows the range that Robert Downey Jr. could still act at, that he didn't have to be a constant ass. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. Uh, but he was, as, as he was able to continue to play roles where... He was able to show his acting chops off, and he didn't get that very much in the MCU beforehand. Yeah. So and he got to show m- more of it even after this movie. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Some really big arcs for him after this one. November 8th, 2013, directed by Alan Taylor. We have Thor The Dark World. Thor The Dark World. Tell you what, you want to talk about an overhated movie. This ain't one of them. An overhated movie? <laughs> I, I got, think it gets a bad rap, dude. Josh, it's not very good. I think it gets a bad rap. Between the, between this and Iron Man for the longest time, battled for my least favorite MCU movie. With that being said... Iron Man or Iron Man 2? Iron Man 2. My yeah, bad. okay. Iron Man 2, yeah. Uh, that being said, the third act has some really cool action scenes. Uh-huh. Like, visually interesting action scenes. Like, whenever mm-hmm. they like go inside, like, the... the uh, I don't know. Whenever Like, the teleportation yes. scenes. Yeah. Uh, that stuff's cool. It's just... One of the weakest, most forgettable villains, and a story that's just ugh, bland, not very good. I don't, I don't think it's. I kind of don't think it's the worst Thor movie. No. So, but it, it is a D tier for me. It's at the it's it's a bottom three or four yeah. MCU movie for me. Uh, it the, is a D as well for yeah, me. Yeah, not 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 very good. Uh, and most people would agree. I think most people would agree that it it's not many people's favorites. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes the heavy hitter. Big one. We got a couple heavy hitters here in a row, I think. April 4th, 2014, we had Captain America the Winter Soldier. Caleb, Captain America the Winter Soldier, let me tell you something. It's not a superhero movie. It's a spy movie. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, sure. The third act act gets a little bit. Sure, it has superhero elements, but that movie is a spy movie and an espionage movie more than anything else. That's my first S. It's a good one. Yeah, you got it. That That's S. my first S. Yeah, it's 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 um it's excellent. It's one, it's a top, let's say top five mm-hmm. MCU movie for me. Maybe uh, I have it. At, I have it at A tier. It's it's the first movie on my A tier. Just slightly missed S tier for me because I don't know. It it's still there's one emotional scene in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we all know. we could spoil. It's, it's, the, it's the hospital scene. If you scene. haven't if you haven't watched these movies by now, what's her name? Catch up. What's what's her name? Peggy. Peggy, that is emotional. That scene's more emotional than the funeral scene in Civil War. Yeah, yeah, the, I would the, say so. That hospital scene is rough. Yeah, but I think as a whole, from beginning to end, when it gets to its third act, it didn't have a, a huge emotional punch mm-hmm. for me. And I like to save those for S tier. Sure, um, okay. But yeah, it is. It is still probably the most grounded MCU movie. Yes, right? would I you would think say any so. of these other ones? Or we thought Black Widow was going to be, but it wasn't. I um, would, um, I'd say so. I'm looking at. I these. would put Doctor Strange as being very grounded. Josh, get out of here. <laughs> uh, no, Iron Man. I'd say between Iron Man and and okay, this movie. Uh, yeah. Okay, who am I kidding? It's Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Because <laughs> yep. Iron Man's still the guy in, a, in an Iron Man yep. suit flying around. Um, uh, now, so, see, Winter Soldier you, has great action. You yeah. talk about you talk about the emotional element making it an S tier. Uh, that's where you and me kind of yeah. differ on them. Um, I'm just looking at them from an MCU movie as a whole. Yeah. And if I was going to sit somebody down and be like, these are the movies you need to watch. If you don't watch any other Marvel movie ever, mm-hmm. and you can ask me any question about them afterwards, because I know you're going to be lost just a little bit. Yeah. That would be the first one I would put in front of somebody and say, watch this. Okay. This yeah. is all you need to know. This guy, this guy, this guy, 
Tell them what who they are, then let them loose. I throw them right into Infinity War. <laughs> sure, they can watch the little tree man run around and yeah, scream "I am Groot" and wondering what the hell's going on. He's not into that much. <laughs> He's in it quite a bit. If you think that's, about that's it, that's teenage Groot. He doesn't get much screen time compared to yeah. baby Groot or original Groot or new Groot. So. Well. There's a lot of different groups. There's a lot, so many groups. So many What's groups. Next? The next Speaking one, we got, another, Groot. we got another banger. Speaking of Groot, August the 1st, 2014, the first oh, man. MCU movie from James Gunn, Guardians of the Dude, Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Volume 1. So this, this really, I think this was the movie that kind of really got me into the MCU. Okay. Um, I know I'd, I'd seen some of the some of the other ones, uh, mm-hmm. but this is the one that I went back and watched. I watched this twice that weekend. I watched oh, it on premiere okay. night. Then I, I watched it with my dad. This mm-hmm. was we loved this movie. Yeah, I was just surprised because I'd seen two two of James Gunn's movies before this. I just mm-hmm. watched Slither and I watched Super, and those are hard. <laughs> those are hard R's. And I was like, how's he gonna? How's he gonna, how's he gonna go, go to a PG thirteen? And I was surprised by just how emotional this movie is. Yeah, right off the bat, first scene is emotional. The movie's filled with comedy and good character building, mm-hmm. but then at the end, it's emotional again. Yep, it's like oh my god, they were like. Two or three scenes in here that, that get me. Yep. And I just love the characters. Their chemistry, uh, story-wise, uh, it's not like the greatest story. Right. But the Guardians movies don't need great stories uh, as long as it has character arcs. And this movie has plenty of that. Here's the thing about Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardian- Whoops. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Drop something. Guardians of the Galaxy does right what Eternals does wrong. And yeah. we'll talk about that later with Eternals. Guardians has five, six, seven characters. Mm-hmm. It's about about seven characters in the first movie, correct? Something we have the we have the well, we have the five. You know, you got Nebula who's not in the Guardians yet, so she's not right. as established. But she's there. She's there. We also have Thanos. We have there. Thanos, and we also have. Um, is Mantis not in the first no, one? No, Mantis is in, in the, the second, second one. one. Okay, yeah. I got my my yeah, movies yeah, mixed yeah. up. Anyway. You're inter- pretty much you're introducing eight characters, seven, eight characters in Guardians. Yeah. Everyone feels important and everyone feels like they have a purpose. Yes. Compared to and Eternals, that, which, which is, we'll talk about later. Which is insane because I would say that every Guardians movie has successfully done that. Which yeah. is crazy. Which is which yeah. is a, a crazy feat. I yeah. mean it's it's amazing. Uh and and the writing is so good on the on Guardians One especially that no one feels wasted. Mm-hmm. When you walked out of the theater, of course, granted, I didn't see them. I didn't see the Guardians movies in theaters. Oh, um, yeah. um, when first time I watched it, though, I didn't have a sense of that character was a waste, or I yeah. don't know what that purpose of that yeah. character was. Especially Rocket, Groot, Star Lord, Drax, Gamora. The, every the, one the of main, them, the main Guardians. Yeah, I, I'll yeah, definitely say every yeah. one of them had a purpose. The, the 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 character that felt the least out of place in Guardians was Ronan. The the most out of place. The most out of place was was he Ronan. Had, Ronan's still one of the the weakest villains. He is one of the weakest villains, and that's what brings the movie down just a little bit. It, it it's crazy because it is one of my favorite. It's it's an S tier for me. It's my first S tier, by the oh, way. Oh, it's an S tier. Yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah, it, it was my third favorite for a while. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah, I love it. I, I almost don't even take away points because the villains weak. It, it, it almost doesn't even matter because the the heroes are so, are so strong. Yeah. And while Nebula isn't the, the Nebula that we 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 know and love, eventually, um, she's there, and it, there's a little bit of establishment. But it's yeah. it's so interesting to see her character grow through it sure. all. Sure, you got to start sure. somewhere, right? Yeah. And 
Yeah, this is an S tier for me. And and for Guardians too, it's the first real foray into a straightforward comedy too. It, it's crazy because it is it is the first like comedy in the MCU, but it's mm-hmm. also the most emotionally sure. effective one. Sure. Which is which is insane. Which I mean, come I on. mean, the first ten minutes of the movie, you're in I'm tears. Crying. Yeah. So, um, so it's an A tier for me. Oh, it is gosh, A for you me. You are wrong. It's A, and the only reason why it's not an S is because of Ronan. Other than that, it would be an S. How many S? I got. Okay, you don't have yours written down. Do I don't you? have mine written down, but I have, I have an idea. I have five. I, I have five S tiers. I probably will have about that. I have five A tiers. Yes, too. folks. I'm sorry. I have been sick it's and been a little a behind. Okay. <laughs> what's 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 next? We, we got a couple lame ones here. Yeah, we got some lame <laughs> crap here. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Avengers: Age of Ultron, directed by, written, and Ultron. whatever by Josh Josh Joshua Joshua. His follow up to Avengers from a few years prior uh you know movie gets an a tier for me really yes okay well let me let me i actually like age of ultron better than avengers Ooh. okay uh because it's the hawkeye movie so i'm biased this is my least favorite this is my least favorite avengers movie i'd say for a while i was there's still there's still elements of it that i just don't like i don't think the dialogue is as good uh there's like way too many like quippy lines, and I don't think I don't think any of it's particularly funny. It like kind of annoys me, and that's a very Joss Whedon thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think that thematically and overarching story, it has aged very well. Yes, um, and you know, it has the scene where they're at the uh, they're at Hawkeye's uh, ranch, ranch, and thing. all that stuff is is great. There's some really good just moments between the yeah. characters, uh, yeah. between the, the action with Bruce and and yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for the, the comedy and all, and a lot of that stuff, which I, I still don't love, and you know, I, I think that there was a lot of missed opportunities. I think I think Ultron could have been a lot better. The character Ultron could have sure. been a lot better. Uh, it's a, it's a B tier. Okay, now, I'd say for a while okay. for me it would have been C tier, but it's it's a top it's a top twenty. For I just me. I just have a very um, that was honestly the first Avengers movie that I saw too. Yeah. Um, so it kind of holds a special place, mm-hmm. and I do still think the beginning. The well, beginning scene in the snow is That is great. Awesome. Yeah, that's one of the best action scenes. So uh, There's a scene in the New Guardians that is very similar to that. I'd say it's better, actually. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're talking me into the theater, Caleb. You're yeah. talking me hopefully into the theater. Hopefully making money and it'll be around. You'll get the Oh, it will it. be. You know how Marvel movies it's are doing, it's, it's got, it's got, it, it, here's It's got legs because it's good. Well, it's so it's good. making money because it's good. good. Moving on. I uh, said my piece. <laughs> what did you give it? I gave it B tier. Okay, I gave it an yeah. A tier. All right, so July 17th, 2015, Ooh. which was kind of weird because it was. It, this was the first time that the movies came out kind of quickly, okay? Can I guess what this one is? Sure. Is this Ant-Man? This is Ant-Man. Okay. Uh, because... May, June, July came out two months after Ultron, uh-huh. uh, which I say that, but then Thor, uh, May, June, July, and Captain America first came out around uh, two months from each yeah. other. But um, yeah, so uh, July the 17th, 2015, Peyton Reed uh, directed this yeah. uh, for Ant Man. Uh, you know, Caleb, Ant Man was actually the first Marvel movie I saw in theaters. I watched the theaters um, with you. And. All right. Yeah, it's I, okay. You know, this is another comedy. Yeah. Another, another yeah. like mostly comedy. Yeah. Um, and I remember watching. I liked it a lot. It felt a little different. Yeah. But I'd say through the years, it hasn't aged particularly well. Yeah. And I think that that's mostly on the Ant Man franchise. I think because, so. Because it hasn't gotten better. So 
in that ex- to that in that regard, it, it almost makes the first one look you know, like like it doesn't even matter yeah. necessarily. Yeah. It's well, it's, the thing of it is though, it's is fine. Ant Man kind of don't matter. It's right crazy. Now. It's so it's so weird or, because in the first two, it's movies. so weird because Ant Man was one of my favorite characters in Endgame. Yeah, but in his own movies, I'm like, uh, yeah. his movies aren't that funny. There's like, nothing. I give it a C tier. Yeah, I give it a C. I put it right above Thor, the first Thor movie. Okay, okay. and right above Iron Man three. What's next? Okay, so Caleb, we miss a year, um, and we go to May the sixth, twenty sixteen. Oh, now we're the Russo brothers are here. here. They're back. And it is Captain America Civil War. War. This was a big movie. Big movie. Big, 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 movie. big movie. Big movie. Uh, Caleb, go ahead. I have it at eight tier, right behind Winter Soldier. I'm, okay. I'm always, I'm always kind of interchanging Winter Soldier and Civil War. Mm-hmm. They're kind of similar movies, uh, but Civil War is leans a little bit more into the comic booky edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, introduc- introduction of Spider Man yep. and Black Panther, and I think it does honestly kind of a fantastic job. I know that's sure. that's kind of crazy for a, a movie that's centrally about Captain America and Iron Man to introduce two of your biggest characters. Mm-hmm. They do a good job. Yeah, I used to be reluctant about the, air, the airport scene because it felt like a somewhat grounded, thrilling movie, mm-hmm. and then that happens. And then it just throws comic book. But you at know, you. through the years, you know that is a really fun. It's sort of like it lets you breathe for a little bit. Sure. It's a fun scene, and sure. leading up to that third act, which. You're expecting a big, huge showdown, but it, it's a more—it's pers- It's a more personal yep. fight. Yeah, and yeah, I, this is this is a a a great MCU movie. It's probably like my sixth favorite, mm-hmm. and I give it an A tier. It's an S tier for me. Yeah, it's S, no question, no I question. Get that. It's probably it is my favorite Captain America movie. Uh, yeah. with, definitely the most. Question. It's definitely the most entertaining Captain America yeah. movie. Um, without question, it is my favorite. Uh, Captain America movie, like you said, uh, we were introduced to Spider-Man in the MCU, something we never thought we'd get. Yeah, uh, and I mean, Ant-Man's and it's, get, it's Ant-Man's the end that one too. It's the it's <laughs> the end. It's the end. The final act. It's the final act because when we saw it in theaters, I was like, "Oh, so this is the the airport scene." It's like, "Oh, this is okay." So this is the final part. Yeah. It's like we're going to end here uh, with something going on. But no, we get a whole thirty more minutes of movie. Yeah, it's almost it's almost like a mini Avengers movie. Yes, but yeah. but it, it, ultimately it is a Captain America, uh, yeah. Tony Stark movie. Yeah. What's next? Uh, November fourth, twenty sixteen. Scott Derrickson, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, with <laughs> Doctor Strange. Caleb, how did you feel about Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange. I mean, Doctor Strange was a blast, man. Uh, I, I think I used to be a lot higher on it. I think just mm-hmm. from a vi- it, it may still be the most interesting visual movie from the mcu man those visuals are insane oh my god mm-hmm. my vo- so insane that my voice just gave out while saying that. I, I feel that pain. there's some like crazy like lsd moments in this movie there is. and, and there still is. the third act has one of my favorite third act climaxes it's just so unique yeah like the, the the time it does not feel the time like the the the, the reverse time it does sequence. not feel like a it's comic not, book it's not over the top it's not an over the top comic it's, book it's about literally about bargaining yeah and, and I give it. A, I give it a B tier. Okay. Um, it, it's a. Okay. It's a lot of. It's. It's a lot of fun. I'll give it a B tier as well. B tier. Yep. And, and for the exact same reasons that you said. Oh yeah. It's um, good. It's. It's good. It's a good one. May the fifth, twenty seventeen. James Gunn is back. He's back. And Guardians of the Galaxy Volume, volume two. two. Caleb, I'll go volume ahead and tell you. Two. I'll go ahead and tell you. I don't like this one as much as one. It's. It's actually my least favorite Guardians movie. But, but it's, it's still not good. a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. 
Yeah, I think I think Kurt Russell and the ego villain is a little weak. It's it's a I lot think. better than Ronan though. It is a lot better than Ronan, but it's still, it's, but still, it's still pretty. Still weak. not the best villain in the in the Guardian franchise. Uh, um, it's one of those movies similar to the first one. There's not a lot of story. It's more about character arcs. And yeah. this is the movie where you realize, oh, Nebula is a great character. Because mm-hmm. you have all the Nebula Gamora stuff, them hashing out basically the trauma they've been through as sisters as being raised by Thanos. Mm-hmm. And all that stuff is great. There's yeah. some great stuff with Rocket. The, with Ro- Rocket gets the uh, team up with, uh, what, what's his name? The blue guy. <laughs> uh, um, Gosh, oh. Michael Rooker plays him. Uh, Yondu. Yondu, thank you. Woo, took us a minute. If if there's one downfall is that they do get split up. But in in that split up, you know, there's some really fun stuff that happens. Uh, The gold people, whatever they're called, they're not great. Yeah. (laughs) But there's still some funny, interesting scenes. And man, the third act of this movie does make me cry every time. (laughs) My gosh. It is. Mary Poppins, y'all. It's it's crazy because they, uh, that Cat Stevens song that plays, Mm -hmm. uh, Played in in a, in a series finale that I watched last night. In the second, it played at the, at the end at the end of Ted Lasso. Yeah. We forgot s- we forgot to talk. It's about okay. That. That's okay. We, we, we got, got right. This was a big episode, so okay. And the right. second that that song started in the Ted Lasso episode, I was like, I was like, oh no, <laughs> not <laughs> and again. It got me again. I'm gonna cry again. Yeah, the end of, the end of this movie is powerful. As, uh, okay, as well as the end of every Guardians movie. So it's an a it's an A tier for me. Okay, I'm gonna give it a B. Give it a B. Okay. Um. Uh, now, now we're getting into the now we're getting finally into the good stuff. The good stuff. I disagree. This next one's worse. July se- <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, July. You, you heard it here first. July seventh, two thousand and seventeen. John Watts, Spider Man Homecoming. Spider Man Homecoming. Spider Man Homecoming's a lot of fun. Um, Starring Michael Keaton. My biggest problem with the Vulture. With, my biggest problem with all the Spider Man movies in the MCU is that when it co- visually. In direction-wise, they are nothing spectacular. There's okay. nothing special about them. Okay. And I'd even say that a lot of this movie, story-wise, narratively, is nothing special. Mm-hmm. But man, from the third act on, this movie, especially from the twist, the the reveal on, mm-hmm. it, it just becomes such a tense movie. Yeah. And yeah, Tom Holland is a really good Spider-Man. Uh, this movie's a bundle of fun. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever said this on the a bundle of fun. I don't know if I've ever said that on the show before. I don't think you've ever said that in your life. I probably haven't to myself. A bundle of fun, <laughs> but it's good. I have it. I have bundle it. Of fun. I have it at B tier. Uh, okay. I still prefer probably the first two Raimi Spider Mans over this one. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, those, those, those are, are so, class of their those own. Those are so like original. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's B tier for me. I would give I'd give Spider Man Homecoming a B. I would. Um, Michael Keaton's the best thing about the movie, y'all. I'm sorry. He is. He's still he one. Of, he's still one of my favorite MCU villains. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. He he had a reason to do what he was doing, other yeah. than I'm going to take if over there's the just, world. If ha, there's ha, just ha. one weird scene. It's the scene where he accidentally disintegrates the guy. It doesn't even react. Yeah, to he's, he's, like, he's like, oh, whoops. I was like, ooh, that's that that's kind of dark. That's a little dark. <laughs> I was like, geez, guys, really? Okay. All right. November the third, 2017. 2017 was a good year. 2017 was a good year for 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 the MCU. MCU yeah. Uh, Taika Waititi. And Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. The, dare I say, the only memorable Thor movie. The only one. It's an um, A. It's a B tier for me. It's an A. There's still elements, you know, there's a lot of humor in this movie, and it doesn't always land for me. And this is like, this with Guardians 2, but Guardians 2 actually does land the emotion. Mm-hmm. I think Thor Ragnarok doesn't get criticized enough for undercutting emotion. 
I know people say that about Guardians too, but Thor Ragnarok does it a lot mm-hmm. more. But it is whenever it is funny, it is legitimately mm-hmm. funny, and this is still the best Hulk we've gotten in the MCU. Probably sure. would you would you say so? Yeah, I would agree. And still the best. It's okay. It's not the best version of Thor that we have. That comes a little bit later. But this is a really good version of yeah. Thor. Uh, good Loki. It's Taika Waititi. This has got Taika Waititi all over it. Yeah. I mean, this has got his stamp all over it. The most memorable Thor movie. I put it. It's my number one B tier movie okay. here. Yeah. You have it at A. Have it at A. Okay. I really did like that movie when it came out. I did too. You know. All right, February the sixteenth, twenty eighteen. Ryan Coogler and Black. Panther. Black Panther. Black Panther. What do you think about Black still Panther? The most, still the most critically acclaimed MCU movie. Uh, Which I, is shocking to me. I do really like Black Panther. Um, because Wakanda Forever is better. I would say not. I would. I would say I would. I would say that they're, they're right side by side. There's elements of Black Panther that are clearly better than Black Panther, mm-hmm. but I think narratively, and especially the villain in the first Black Panther movie, is just so so strong. You're right. It's so right. strong, man. That's, You're right. Killmongers are such Kill, a... Yeah. He really... Because I really didn't... Now that you think about it, he's better, now that you said it, I did the, not like the villain in 2 at all. I, did, I didn't dislike him. I liked him fine enough, but he is not Killmonger. That's yeah. for sure. So, you're right. Yeah. One is better than two. I like two. it more... But the, the, I'm thinking of two from a perspective of the beginning of that movie. The whole, the whole first act of that movie, of Wakanda yeah. Forever... Is a eulogy to Black Panther. Oh yeah, and yeah. that that is, if that would have been the movie of two, it would have. You know, if that would have been the whole thing, yeah, that would have been better end, than Black Panther. Really one. strong too with that too. But yeah, yeah the Black Panther. The, the downfall of Black Panther is that the visual effects just don't look done. They, are, they, they don't look not. done, and it's they're sad, not, and it really it really hurts the third yep. act because. You're having these big grand action scenes, yep. and all of it looks bad. Yep. And it kind of takes it looks me out like of the a movie. PlayStation Two. Luckily, it kind of recovers with Killmonger's final scene. It's yep. a great scene, but yep. the fight leading up to that just—I'm like, oh man, this. this it looks, looks like a PlayStation Two it, game. It is still the worst CGI I've seen in the MCU, which yep. is very unfortunate because it deserves to have good yep. good CGI. So for that, it's a, it's a it's a B tier. I for wish me. they would go back and recut that film. Me too, man. And redo it. It deserves uh, it. But yes. yeah, people that don't think that are in denial. What what would you give it? <laughs> B. Mm, yeah, I give it a B. B. Tier. I give it a B. It's one of my. T- it's it's right behind Ragnarok for me. All right. Russo brothers are back. They're oh they're back. April oh, twenty seventh, twenty eighteen. Avengers: Infinity War. Infinity War. Man, this was this was a big. This was a big huge movie, movie, man. Huge. Movie. It's crazy because. Structurally, there's really no three act structure. This is like a continuous climax for two yep. and a half hours, yep. and it's dark. It's funny at times. It becomes a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, and I love it. I can't think of anything as far as when it comes to as a comic book movie that I don't like about this movie. It's my it's my second favorite MCU movie. Mm-hmm. It's easily an S tier. Like okay. my gosh, and this is most people's favorite MCU movie, and I'm like, I I get that. It ends at a place. That we've never seen from the MCU. Mm-hmm. It, it's sort of like the uh, Empire Strikes Back of the MCU. Yeah, it is. It's, it's the Dark Knight of the MCU. Uh, completely. It, it, I just love the note that it ends on. It's yep. just such a dark, it's like, ominous. Yo, yeah. It's bleak. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's an it's S. It's just so it's, good. It's an S. Oh, it's, it's, an S. it's great. Yeah. Uh, even though we know like when, when the characters like, like vanish or whatever mm-hmm. at the end, you know, they're probably all going to come back, but Tom Holland's acting in that scene gets me every time. Yeah, dude. Oh, my gosh. That's sure. emotional. It's and and even to even with that, um, Chris Evans when he just kind of like sits down and he's just like everybody's so good in that movie. He, he's just and, like oh god. And we wait. were talking about 
Thor, this is the best Thor. Yeah. This is like, oh God, this is peak Thor. Yeah. Thor, Thor's probably the best thing about the movie. Yeah. His his little voyage with Rocket and Groot yeah. is just so It's good. all about redemption. And him coming to Wakanda. It's yeah. like, oh my gosh, this yeah. is like incredible. Yeah. Oh man, Goosebumps. It's when he, it's when he shows it's up. All Goosebumps. It's when he shows it's up. It's almost Goosebumps all the time in yeah. this movie, yeah. right? They should have just called I'm it Avengers almost, Goosebumps. I'm almost talking myself into thinking that it's the best MCU movie. Okay, what's next? Next is uh, we're we're, Ugh, we're chomping at the bit here yeah. to get something good. Uh, Ant-Man July and the sixth, twenty eighteen, Ant Man and the Wasp Man. by Peyton Reed. Here's here's my thing. Okay, here's here's the argument that I'm going to make for Ant Man okay. and the Wasp. Ant Man and the Wasp came out three months after Infinity War. You had a lot to live up to. Number one, you had a lot to live up to. Number two. Ant-Man and Wasp could have came out in November and everybody would have been fine. I don't think I don't think people would I don't think people would have been that hard on that movie if it would have came out later. Here's the thing. It got good reviews. You know what? This has a higher Metacritic score than Infinity War. Which which leads me to believe that movie critics when it comes to the MCU sometimes mm-hmm. are delusional. Yeah. This is a one of my least favorite MCU. Agreed. It's, it's a it's a C tier for me. Uh I know I know I have the first Ant Man at C tier, but this one's worse. It's a D tier for me. It's it, there's there's so much humor in it that's just not very funny. Yeah, yeah. it's a D tier, and it's still not the worst Ant Man movie. Well, so it's like yeah, D tier. It's a D tier for me. Okay, yeah. okay. I'm yeah. not a fan of Ant Man. Yeah, Lost this movie. I remember when I watched it in theaters, I thought it was fine, but then whenever I watched it again streaming, yeah. I was like, this movie doesn't work for me no. necessarily. Like there's I, parts of it that does, I was no. not. A, I was not a fan of it when we first watched it, uh, and I I wasn't a fan of it on second viewing either. It's not not very good. It's not very good. Yeah. I don't know uh, why I don't have it at D tier, but I don't. <laughs> March the 8th, 2019, Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck with Captain Marvel. Probably the most hated MCU movie. For, and I don't understand is, why. I don't either, man. I think this I don't a, get I think this movie's it. a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I watched it. Okay. I watched this movie in theaters. <laughs> Granted, I got in the movies for free. I worked mm-hmm. at the theater. Mm-hmm. I probably watched it three times in theaters. Because mm-hmm. um, I watched it. At a midnight screening, mm-hmm. watched it with you. Yep. Watched it with Dad, and my dad loves Captain Marvel. My dad's like, "Okay, this is the best movie in the MCU," and it is fun. Yep. There's some inconsequential stuff in it. You sure. Know, the villain's not great. Uh, Carol Danvers as a character could use some work, mm-hmm. but I still think it's a lot of fun. It's my last movie on B tier. Okay. It's it's like it's like twenty or twenty one for me. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's better than what the fan what fans say. Uh, okay, I, um, I would give it a C. Mm-hmm. It's kind of middle of the road for me. Yeah. I feel there's some story problems in it as far mm-hmm. as her whole uh, amnesia situation. It, I feel there's a few. It's 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 per it's it, it's needlessly complicated at yes. times. You yes, know? like especially that first act is like well, yep. what what is what is this? Yep. Yeah, um, yeah, the big one. So yeah, it's a C a C tier for the for big me. one. July, oh, I'm sorry, April 26th, 2019, the Russo brothers back to finish off with Endgame. Truly, it felt like the end of an era. It did. It did. Watching this movie, I watched this, this is the movie that I watched the most in theaters. Uh, Same. I watched it four times in theaters, and it was so good every time. The Uh, highest grossing Marvel movie of all time. It's it's my favorite MCU movie. I have it. Absolutely. It's my top S tier. Absolutely. I know a lot of people prefer Infinity War, and you know, to an extent, I get that, but the emotional highs of Endgame is just so good, and like the build-up to that climax, that climax just, even the climax, while not emotional, it'll probably make me tear up. Yeah. As soon as it starts, that music hits, and everybody comes and fights, I'm like, oh, this is... 
a big CGI mess, well, but, a, but it's earned. It's it is even, completely it's earned. It's even the the it really kicks off when Thor, you know, grabs Stormbreaker and yeah. Monir and he's like he's like, let's kill him, you know, yeah. correctly this time yeah. or whatever he says. I don't remember what it is. Or let's yeah. do whatever. Yeah. And they just march toward Thanos. I'm like, let's F and go. But then you get the then you get Yeah. And then you get the portal scene and it's just And then and then all the third act post post fight because I don't I don't yep. want to spoil big stuff here, but yeah, sure. it's very emotional. Yep. The whole ending yep. is Super, and it ends on a really good note. It does uh, for, it for does. Captain America. Uh, great note. No, no mid or end credit scene, which is it was, which is great. Also. Right, didn't need one. It was the first Marvel movie. Even going back and watching all of them multiple times before Endgame came out, it felt like to me the perfect closer for a movie franchise mm-hmm. ever. If you would have ended the MCU yeah. with Endgame. I, even with its faults, even yeah. with its faults of what they have, I would say that, that it is a flawless yeah. Uh, yeah saga. I agree. But then they went and made Spider-Man Far From Home. <laughs> which was the next one, which the next was... movie, which we had a lot to live up to. You know, when I watched Spider-Man Far From Home, the last episode I talked about how I was in a, a deep depression with anxiety and mm-hmm. watching Midsommar. This came out the same week as Midsommar. So I watched this the same week. And I struggled with it. I'm not going to lie. I struggled with it. July 2nd, 2019. Yeah, it came out right before Independence it came, Day. It came out two months after Endgame. And it kind of makes fun of Endgame in the first scene, which is like, oh, was that necessary? Did you yeah. have to do this? It's fine. It, you know, it still has one of my favorite villains in Mysterio. Super fun villain. But similar to the Homecoming, I don't know. There's just, story-wise, up until the end, the third act, there's just not a lot to grab onto. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man's a great character. And it, to me, it is a B tier because it, it is very well done. Yeah. But it's just big shoes to fill after, like such a such a great. Yeah. Uh, it it's the end s- of an era kind of movie. It's literally the same thing that Ant Man and the Wasp came that fell into. I think it's better than Ant Man and the Wasp. I think it's and actually quite a bit better, but it's it's very it's 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 a little it's barely above average for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, I would give Spider Man Far From Home a. I'd give it a B. It would be a very low. I have it a lower. I have it a a lower B for me. Yeah. 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 Well, so that ended the Infinity Saga. That is the last movie of the Infinity Saga. Which is stupid. Which is stupid because (laughs) which which is stupid because the next movie takes place as as someone just likes to rev their engine as they go by. Um, As it's a prequel. It's it's pretty stupid because this movie should be in the Infinity Saga. And that came out on July the 9th, 2021. After, by, after a year by of no Kate, movies. A year of no movies. Uh, two years of no movies. Almost. Yeah, yeah it was two years because COVID. Yeah. This yeah. movie was okay, supposed yeah, to come yeah, out in yeah, 2020. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I just admit there was a yeah. whole year without any movies. Yeah. So, so two years of movies. July the 9th, 2021 by Kate Shortland. And that was Black Widow. Which takes place in between Civil War and Infinity War. It is. It is probably the most uh, pointless, pointless movie in the MCU. It is pointless, and it's not awful, but it's pointless. It's pointless. It's hard to. It's hard to really latch on to anything emotional because this character is no longer part of the MCU. It's One, a story that doesn't need to be told. No longer. No longer part of the MCU. We already know what happens in the movie based on the movies after this one takes yeah. place. Black Widow should have been a Phase One movie. 
or a phase she two movie. She should have got a movie. She should have got a movie this. way, yeah. way, 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 she way, way, way back. It. She didn't deserve this. No. Which just feels inconsequential. If there's one bright spot, it's the introduction of of uh, uh, y- Yelena. Yes, that's the only thing about the movie yeah, that is she, redeeming is yeah. that we got. She's been that good character. ever since with her like one or two uh, yep. appearances ever since. Yep. then. But yeah, that's really the only like thing. That she's really, a bright. She's the bright moment even in that, even uh, that, Hawkeye. Even at that, it's not like. It's not bottom tier for me. Like I said, I don't have anything at F tier. Okay. D tier is the bottom for me. Yeah, I had this as one of my last C tiers. Uh, I think I gave it. I think I gave it a, like a, a five and a half or six out of ten. Mm-hmm. I, it's a C tier for me. Nothing. It's inconsequential. Doesn't matter. Right. It's it, a C. Yeah. C. Hey, don't, I, I don't know how it, it got. It just, I, I don't. I, don't, I kind of don't know how it got as good of reviews as it did. It just irritates that. me. It irritates me on a personal note because I know that character deserved better. She deserved something better, yeah. And she deserved a better movie than that. Yeah. What's next? Uh, Shang-Chi and Shang-Chi. the Legend of the Ten Rings, uh, September 3rd, 2021 was, is when that come out with was, Destin, Destin Daniel Cretton? Cretton? Maybe. C-R-E-T-T-O-N. I'm horrible with names, <laughs> and he all the time's putting me at names this to was, read them. I think this was like peak peak of me being having marvel fatigue okay it was around this and okay it, and shang chi still has some of the best like one-on-one combat sure action scenes so sure. especially that first the first half of the movie yeah i like the first half of the movie more than the second half. i do as well a lot of fun some really good action scenes uh i like the villain his dad is a, mm-hmm. is a, is a good a good mandarin a good mandarin right like he's kind of like the mandarin yeah he is the man he's the mandarin yeah yeah, yeah. and uh I don't know. I just remember being really disappointed in what the third act became. Uh, it became a CGI movie. The CGI looked good, though, mm-hmm. compared to Black Panther. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted something on a more personal level. Like I yep. thought the movie deserved. Okay. I thought the movie deserved to have a more personal battle okay. instead of CGI dragons fighting. Okay, <laughs> and they don't look bad at all. No. They look good, actually. There's a, there's a budget on this thing. I don't know, and I thought maybe that was the Marvel fatigue, but I have watched it a couple times mm-hmm. since, and I feel the same way. It's it's B tier for me. Okay, it's, it's an A for me. Okay, I love that movie. I, I, I watched it. Uh, th- I think I watched it three times in the theater. So it's uh, I watched it twice. In it's a runner up for uh, the most Marvel movies that I've seen in theaters, which was Endgame, of course, which yeah. uh, we we both saw four times. Yeah. We were we were part of the problem there when it came to uh, I don't care. getting getting it. It's money. Don't care. <laughs> uh, so A tier for me, B for B, you. B for me. Um, I'm like you. I I honestly it gets an A tier for me just based solely on the bus scene because Great that scene. is some of the best hand to hand combat yeah. that I've seen in a movie. It reminded honestly it reminded me of John Wick. Uh, uh, the the yeah. the hand to hand combat stuff without having a bunch of guns, yeah, but yeah. Uh, so it reminded me of that. So it's an A for me. Yeah. Oh boy! Oh, the most exciting. MCU the most exciting movie. MCU movie, Eternals. <laughs> Turtles. Man, Eternals is bo- is is boring. Um, and I don't think that it deserves as bad. Or, like this is still. I do. This is like the. I do. This is the. Wor- no, actually, it might be like the second worst MC- reviewed MCU movie now because there was another one that came mm-hmm. out, uh, and I don't think it's that. Like, I don't I actually don't think it's as bad as it's terrible. I don't think it's as bad as the Dark World or Iron Man Two. It's worse. I think that has thematic. I think it thematically has some interesting ideas, but it's just long and boring, and would have probably worked better. I know we were dogging the series early, but there's so many characters here that exactly. they don't do a good enough job yep. incorporating them into the story yep. that. 
But I do love the... I, don't, I wouldn't say love, but I do find it interesting, at the very least, some of the, the religious elements in the movie. Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. But I rewatched this in theaters, and I thought, oh, maybe I'll like it more. But I was like, oh, man, this is kind of a slog. Yep. It's a C-tier for me. It's, uh, it's terrible. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. <laughs> You gotta let it crank. You gotta like. That's what you get for calling the turtles terrible. It's it's mediocre at best. It, it, I, I think it's terrible. I, I'm not a fan of it at all. Um, I, I just can the people I'm hear you because you're standing up. I'm standing up. I'm, <laughs> you got I'm standing cramp. up due to my leg cramp right now. It's a now. long episode. It's guys. a long episode, guys. <laughs> um, but yes, um, I th- I think it's terrible. Uh, it, it gets okay. it gets close. It's it's between. That movie and a movie that we'll talk about here in just a little bit. Uh, it's my it's fifth, probably my least favorite it's, Marvel movie. It's my movie. fifth or sixth least favorite. No, it's it's without question my least favorite. I don't I don't like I don't think it has anything. There's things I like about redeeming it. about it. Oh come on! I'm serious. Oh, come on! No, I'm serious. It's it's it's, it's, it's the very thematically kind of interesting. It's it's it's, it's just it's, boring. It's like the lowest D <laughs> that it can possibly get. Okay, okay. I'm not going to give it an F because okay. it's got good. It's got. Okay, stuff in it. (laughs) Whatever, (laughs) whatever. Apologize for that if you all got hit with like a boop or something like that. (laughs) But when you get a leg cramp, it's horrible. It's terrible. Anyway, and it's still cramping like really bad. But that's okay. We'll make it through. All right. So we've got. Oh God, we've got six movies left. Can you believe that? Let's zoom through these. We can't zoom through these because the first one. The first one is Spider-Man: No Way Home, and we cannot zoom through that. That just came out like maybe like a month after Eternals. It did. It came out December the seventeenth of twenty twenty-one. Was the first MCU movie since Endgame that felt like a huge, a huge event. It did. It did. And it 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 it, was a huge event. And it absolutely delivered. Um, there's some story elements that don't necessarily work as well as it did in the heat of the moment when you watch it. Um, but I think, honestly, for having three Spider-Man in the movie mm-hmm. and sort no of... No one feeling wasted. And having, you know, that fan servicey stuff, it handles all that extremely well. Yeah. I was very surprised. Listen, this movie's been out for two years now. Sorry, folks. I really love Andrew, Andrew Garfield, how he's incorporated into sure. this movie. He almost became my favorite Spider-Man through this movie. I just love his performance so much. Uh, it's emotionally moving. At the end of the day, it's still a Spider-Man Peter Parker story. Sure. Despite having, you know, multiverse stuff yep. in it. It's it's a big grand movie that sometimes some of the stuff doesn't make sense and you just kind of look past it a little bit. But Well, it depends on how you look at it. Listen. It depends on how you look at it. Listen. All I'm trying to say is that it's an S tier for me. Yeah, it's an S tier. It's my last. It's an S tier. It's my bottom. It's my bottom S tier, uh, but it's still S tier. Yeah, it's, it's, an, it's, it's an S. It's, it's, it's my. An S. It's my fifth favorite. The the, abil- the 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 fact that they were able to bring everyone back, they didn't have to recast anybody mm-hmm. to play any of the characters from the first five Spider-Man movies. Villains Spider-Man or, or movies. Spider-Man. Yeah. Shows that. Disney has enough money that they could they could put God in a movie. Well, they knew they the movie to. was going to do well. So yeah. Like, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it gets an S tier just based on the that amount of they star did, power that they were able they to do. They used two actors like just like kind of like stock footage from the old movies. They weren't actually like the the one guy did do voiceover Thomas mm-hmm. Hayden Church, but mm-hmm. visually he was not in the movie. The scene that where they show him towards the end, yeah. Uh, it was a uh, was footage from Spider Man Three. <laughs> Still, it, it, it did a good job. S tier. Yeah. It's an S tier. Yeah. Yeah. All right. May 6th, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. 
So yeah, Caleb, uh, Multiverse of Madness came out, uh, I'm not entirely sure, uh, let's see here. Uh, May the 6th, 2022, Sam Raimi, the the legendary Sam Raimi. His introduction to the MCU. His right? introduction to the MCU. And, and, and did the Spider-Man and, trilogy. And poor Sam Raimi. You know, yeah. Do you, do you feel? Do you feel? Do you feel that sometimes the I I, I wish this movie would have got a director's cut. Yeah, because I feel that Sam Raimi could it could have been longer, and it could have been Raimi being able to do his own thing. I disagree because I think he I think this is actually visionary wise. This is the most unique MCU movie. Doesn't mean it's good. Here, I think that it is good. I think that it's. Just, I don't think it's great. I think that. It, well, I don't think. I don't. I don't think the first Doctor Strange is great. I think this is just slightly below that, actually. Um, uh, but I think that that by default the movie is a bit disappointing. It because is. It was never going to live up to ridiculous expectations yeah. that people had. Uh, there was some nice surprises in it. But it didn't end up being this huge multiverse movie, even though it has the word multiverse in it. That's what that's what hurt it. I I guess if you, I guess if that's something you were expecting with, with me, I, I just I just I I whatever I'm given is what I'm given, and I've got to like whenever I realize that this movie isn't going to be the movie that I maybe thought it was going to be, I'm like okay, it's not going to be that. I got to watch this for what it is now. Okay, and for what it is. There's some really good horror elements. Like it definitely has some Raimi-isms in it, and I think while it may not make sense with Wandavision, I think Wanda is like is one of my favorite antagonists in the MCU. I think mm-hmm. that she is horrifying in this movie. There, it's probably one of the most violent MCU movies. Um, it's just you know the, yet again the expectations that maybe even I had and what fans had. It was never going to live up to that. Sure. And it, it's a B tier for me. I probably liked it a lot more when I first watched it. Mm-hmm. But I haven't been like in a big rush to watch it three or four times since then. I would say it's a C for me. Um, again, it's just one of those C. little. It's a middle of the road type of uh, episode. Type of uh, just a middle of the road it'll episode. Be an episode. Be um, I don't know. It just. Yeah. I liked it. It was funny. It was I liked it, but it was just it was it was. There's some really there's some really original like like the first one. There were some interesting fight sequences mm-hmm. in it, especially with the musical notes and stuff. Yeah, that's the best part of the movie. That's pretty cool. That's the best yeah. part of the movie. What's next? July the eighth, twenty twenty two. Taika oh, no. is back he with is back, Thor: baby. Love and Thunder. Man, I di- I dislike this movie so much. I do too. It's, it's I think it's the worst Thor movie. It is. It is. And it is. nobody would have thought that. Nope. Nobody, nobody would have thought that it would be worse than The Dark World. I think that it is. I think it is, too. The comedy is, I'd say, miss and miss. Yeah. It hits so very few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while there are some emotional beats towards the end, it just gets deflated by how goofy the movie it is. It gets deflated, and it also, the point of what I want to say, I can't say because it spoils it. Okay. Um, I just feel that it was a perfect time... Sorry, I hate to say it. It was a perfect time to kill off Thor. Maybe. And we didn't do that. Yeah. Um, It's a very goofy movie. It's very... It's very... It's very goofy. It's It's, very, very goofy. Yeah, it, it... if fundamentally, the guardians are useless. Yeah, I forgot that they were even in it. <laughs> they're in it for the first like five minutes. Would you, would you consider this a D tier? Oh yeah, it's D tier. Yeah. It's bottom. It's above. It's, it's above Eternals, it's but my, not by much. It's my second least favorite MCU movie. Yep. It's Don't it's like above it Eternals, but not by much. Don't really like it at all. Actually, at the very end of it, I, I remember when I rewatched it. I, I like the very the very end. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's nice. 
But the, everything that came before it, I was like, no, I don't like yep. any of this. Yep. What's next? Uh, November eleventh, twenty twenty two. Ryan is also back and doing Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. So it's nice that you know we do get one really good MCU movie. I mean, in twenty twenty one for me it was No Way Home, mm-hmm. and in twenty twenty two it was Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. I really, I really like this. I found it to be for the most part equal to the first one with mm-hmm. with better special effects. Maybe not story wise and and villain wise wasn't as good, but right. All the other stuff was better mm-hmm. to me, and a great third act climax, a, a really good emotional ending, a good mid credit that that plays into the actual movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I liked it. It's B tier for me. Um, yeah, I I put it B tier as well. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. All right. Oh, that last and potato. <laughs> last two are all you, pal. Okay. Because yeah. I have oh, not yeah, seen, seen I haven't these. seen Ant Man, well, and I have not seen Guardians. I'm tell you, 3. one of these you're not missing out on. That's Ant Man and the Wasp. It is my least favorite MCU movie. I remember watching this in theaters, and I was like, "I was like, why? Why are we doing any of this stuff? Mm-hmm. It's not funny. It's uh, it ru- it it rushes so quick into the into the quantum realm. It's like literally the first ten minutes of the movie. And what made the first two Ant Man movies at least for the enjoyable for the most part mm-hmm. was that they were these cool little side quests like on Earth. Uh-huh. But whenever you you throw it into the 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 quantum realm and turn it into a Star Wars movie or something. How dare you? Yeah, it, listen, it's just not it's just not very good. There's there's a couple things visually mm-hmm. that are that are fun, but man, Gaz. especially the especially the end of this. The, Gaz. The, the third act climax of this movie actually irritated me. I know Kang. <laughs> what what is that? I know Kang. That's, I don't know. I heard that that was part of like like the. Uh, Did he say that? I don't no, um, Michelle Pfeiffer like. Knows about Kang and stuff or something. Yeah, like that. But they give they give Michelle Pfeiffer this like this backstory. It's like why would why why would she why would nobody in her family know this stuff? Yeah. Like why like I know she just came back and Ant Man and the Wasp, but yeah. this is stuff you don't withhold. This stuff you yeah. tell people this yeah. stuff. I don't know. I was expected to be epic, and it was not. It is my least favorite MCU movie. I do not recommend it. Do not. I don't. I don't think it's going to play that much into the big picture either. Probably won't. It, yeah. And don't get me started oh. on Modok. Do not <coughs> get me started on Modok. Oh my God! So that good. bad, huh? He looked awful. He's but supposed to see his butt. He's supposed though. to look awful, Caleb. Well, they did a good job because he <laughs> looks awful. Okay, you got, you got to see Modok. The last one movie that just came out, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three: The Final Outing of James Gunn. You know, when I first watched this in theaters, I watched it with my dad on mm-hmm. Thursday night, and there wasn't that many people in it, and some of the comedy wasn't playing for me that that well. Okay, um, the emotion was. Listen, this movie immediately, I was like, oh no. <laughs> Like, oh no, like James Lee, the soundtrack, oh no, Rocket. And the emotion, emotional beats, often, I'd say frequently I was crying during this movie. Okay. Uh, then I watched it again, and the comedy worked so much better. Mm-hmm. I watched it with my mom, who's a bigger MCU fan, and there was more people in the theater, and I laughed a lot. Mm-hmm. I think the comedy in this one, maybe, it doesn't undercut the emotion as much as the third. I actually say it doesn't undercut the, the emotion at all. The, the villain, sometimes it's good to have a villain, that's just plain evil. Mm-hmm. Motivation? Pfft. No. Doesn't need it. This guy's does something where you're like, okay, well, I hate this guy, and I hope that they kill this guy, because yeah. screw the... You know, it's a movie that deals with animal cruelty. That's all you gotta do. You, yeah. you throw in some animal cruelty, and uh, this... this this You know, this, this, print, this puts a print down on just how much I think that Rocket Raccoon is 
to me, the greatest MCU character. I thought the Guardians movies were always kind of rocket movies. Mm-hmm. I know Peter Quill, and but this one is a rocket raccoon movie. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of rocket backstory. And it just end, oh my god the ending is it ends at such a place it just it gets me it gets yeah honestly the last twenty minutes because there's this big action scene that I was comparing to Age of Ultron mm-hmm. that's like with a great song playing in the background uh, love this one it's my third favorite MC movie it's S tier liked it more oh, than wow liked it more than the first Guardians it's I'd like to watch it again. Well, I, was, I was hoping we were going to watch it this week. We're going to watch it again. It's I mean, so, we, we will watch you'll be, it. It's you'll just, be hurting yourself not watching it. If you don't like it, you're lying to yourself, Josh. You're lying to yourself. It is such a good I, movie. I, I, it is the one Marvel movie that's come out so far that I really do oh, want to see. Uh, just it's, it's, it's maybe the most cathartic MCU movie Especially okay. with dealing with Rocky, you know, you mm-hmm. get to see his background and stuff. That it, mm-hmm. just how hard his life has been. Oh my gosh! And the, the end is just so cathartic. It's 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 moving in every way. Well, you'll be happy to know that the next just looking here at, on Wikipedia, the next few movies. November we have the Marvels that are coming yeah. out. Then in 2024 we have four movies coming out. Oh no! It was Captain America the first Captain one? America the New World Order, Thunderbolts, Blade, and Deadpool three. Oh man, I'm only looking forward to one of those. <laughs> yeah, two of them. I want to see Blade. I like so, the I've old heard, Blade movies. So I've just, I'll be surprised if that comes out. They're, they've had so many rewrites and and people new people directed. I'll be surprised if that come out. But it I, probably won't come out in 2024. But I it will come out. Very much looking forward to see how they how they incorporate Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, especially with with Hugh Jackman and Hugh Jackman, yeah, excited um, about that. Then uh, in 2025, Fantastic Four, and then also in 2025 we have Avengers: The Kang Dynasty, we'll and see. then <laughs> yeah, we'll see. And then uh, in uh, 2026 we have Secret Wars. Now here's the only thing, and granted, I have not seen the movie, but. The guy that wrote Ant-Man and the Wasp is writing the Kang Dynasty. They they, they booted him. Did they? Mm-hmm. Well, they he's have not updated that on Wikipedia. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was... They said that last week. He's not oh, writing okay. It. Well, then somebody Which hasn't is, updated... Listen, trust me. I was worried about this. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward... I'm actually looking forward to what they do with Fantastic Four. I'd like to see. Yep. A, I'd like to see a good Fantastic Four movie because it yep. hasn't happened. Yep. So I just want to know who they're casting. I do too. I've That's heard, what I want. I've heard rumors and they all sound good. Yep. Yep. I've, I've heard some I've of the heard, rumors too. I've heard too. Adam Driver. Really? Yeah. I haven't heard that one. I've heard Adam Driver. I heard um that uh, I heard uh, uh who plays Harley Quinn? Uh Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie will play uh uh I don't know the names of oh these my characters. God. I know. Just <laughs> I just don't know the names. Storm. Storm? So would Adam Driver be Mr. Fantastic, yeah. right? Yeah. I forgot who would be the uh the fire guy. <laughs> it's definitely got to be Chris Evans. He's got to come back and be Josh, get out of here. Johnny Blaze. <laughs> got to be. Okay. Who's gonna be? Who's gonna be the thing though? Is the question. I, I forgot who I saw, but they all sounded good though. Mm, yeah. I think one was Paul, Paul Mescal from After Sun, who's an upcoming actor. Mm-hmm. I think he was. They had him playing that character, maybe. Well, I mean, it wouldn't yeah. be horrible. Yeah. <coughs> Again, excuse me, folks. I'm so sorry. Well, Caleb. Let's draw. That wraps up our MCU rankings. Yeah. Um, never going to talk about it again. Never talking about it again. We will never revisit this. Will not. Six years down the road when there's Won't do it. 55 movies. Not going to do it. Caleb, where can people find us? They can find us by typing in Chat From A Hat on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok. And if you want to email us, you can email us at chatfromahatcast at gmail.com. That's where they can find us, Josh. 
The things I just said. The things that you just said. Well, Caleb, let's draw and see what we're getting for next week. Here we go. Ooh, our favorite movies of the last five years. So we're going to do some recent stuff here. It's been a heavy movie lately. Like, there was mo- a few weeks there where it was heavy music. Now we're doing so we're doing a lot of uh, a lot music, of movie, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of movies. Uh, so favorite uh, movies the last five years. So Ke- from 2018, 2018 to now. To now. Caleb, huh. what? Uh, how many do you want to do? Do you want to do? Uh, do you want to say? Let's do ten. Ten. Let's make okay. it. Let's make it hard. <laughs> okay. So five years. Let's do two movies. A, two movies a year. We have to bring it down to two movies a year. You want to do that? Two yeah. movies a year? Two movies, 2018, two for 19, two for 2019. I could put four. Well, I, I tell you what. Four from well, we almost can't probably. do that because 2020, nothing came out. So, Yeah, there was a couple movies I really liked couple, in 2020. Let's just make it. Make no rules. Yeah, no rules. I might not have anything from 2018. Yeah, well, I'll have one thing. Yeah. at least one thing from 2018. Okay. Yeah. All right, so next week we're going to talk about our... Uh, Favorite uh, movies. Ten movies of, of the last five years that we've well, really we enjoyed. We'll call that top... Ten movies of the last five years? We'll call or is it, that too complicated? We'll call it something. Best movies of the last five years. Best movies of the last five years. And then, Folks, then, then, we'll, then we'll, we'll blindside them with ten. We'll give them ten movies. <laughs> Even though we're just saying it now. Delete it all. <laughs> Delete it all. Well, folks, we hope you enjoyed this MCU ranking episode and us just completely bashing the MCU, which is pretty some much what we it. did. I'd say, I'd say 30 to 40% of it. 30, yeah, about half and half. Some of it's at least really we're good, honest. Though. Some of it's really hey, at good. Least, at least we're not fanboys oh, yeah, and, you gotta and be honest, apologetic. Some of, some of this stuff's not very good. Some of this stuff's not you know, it's good. It's just not. It's how it is. Anyway, so uh, for Caleb Luther, I am Josh Brown, and we will talk to you next week about five movies, ten movies, yeah. last five years. Whatever the episode's called. That is the episode.